変身Common Ride with me. I'm a Nick Jr.'s own pup, the stuff, and with me is a Noggin's own Rod P- Danger Bike. <laughs> Rob Danger Bike. Oh, yeah, it's a good like kids' TV show day, right? Yeah, it sounds kind of t- tokwish. A little bit, yeah. But no, it's a uh, Mika Bovia's Copacetic Senpai. And we are your uh, yearly podcast, though it's not really true right now, I guess, but uh, we are here to talk about uh, some Tokusatsu stuff and How's it going, Senpai? It's going great, man. How about you, man? Uh, yeah, it's going all right. It's been a little uh, turbulent times, but the show's finally like completely like back on after like a couple of weird weeks of my computer not working, so that's good. <laughs> but yeah, um, for this week, um, we are looking at uh, episodes five and six of uh, the Comrade Double Anime Fudo PI, episodes uh, one and two of Comrade Geats, uh, the uh, newest Reiwa Comrade show. And yeah, before that though, um, there's a lot of stuff that like uh, we kind of like miss talking about. Like TV is real good right now, man. Yeah, man, a lot. And the best thing about it, well, besides one of the shows we're going to talk about soon, uh, most of it's week to week, so you got time to like actually digest what's going on versus the Ben Machado. Mm. Yeah, and um, a lot of days I like like will like get on a like TV and be like, oh, I should watch something. What should I watch? <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but uh, that has not been it lately, though, because um, three or four like great shows. But um, the first one is um, like one that we've t- talked about before. And that's Cobra Kai season five that uh, like dropped uh, last week when you're hearing this. Like, is it? And that's a show. <laughs> Did you finish it? I'm like on episode eight, but I cannot believe Cobra Kai. Like, if this season had like a subtitle. It would be Cobra Kai, the audacity. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think about it though? I love this season, bro. Like Cobra Kai is one of those shows that I got into just to like see what it was about. And I fucking fell in love with it, bro. Like I love everything about Cobra Kai. And this season, me and my fiance, we, we binged in like two days, bro. Like it was, it was that good. We could not stop watching it. Would have been one, but we had to work, and then we finished the next day. But uh, I really enjoyed the season a lot. Uh, Silver as a villain was was a good break from from Crease, so I enjoyed that as well. Uh, the expansion of the Cobra Kai uh, dojos was a good, interesting plot point, and uh, a lot of people went on like different journeys, and they all met up at the end. So I, I definitely enjoyed the season a lot. I mean, this is like such a weird show because like. Um around the time like season two ended like i watched it or like season three started and like at that point like it was still like a pretty subdued show mm-hmm. but like in this season there's like an episode where like it starts with like a guy with an eye patch for like coming out of a plane to be like like teaching karate to students to like it's like what <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> just it's very weird like how the show is like changing it's like it's lane to be like bigger stakes and like more important and like there's a bunch of like seeds like that definitely feel like shifting to like more of like a like weird like battle manga like style too yeah um you're in for a treat i'm not sure if you uh heard about what's gonna happen in it i think it's episode nine or eight they they introduce something really interesting Mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of take it into the next season but uh i finished episode eight and like what they tend to do is like end their seasons by like having some party or something and it's like okay they're having the party what's what fight's gonna break out like at this party in the <laughs> last two episodes you know yeah it's always a bit a cool bad royal scene like finale episode and this one was pretty cool i liked it and i don't know if they're gonna like get their multiverse like wishes but it, it seems like they're trying really hard yeah uh and like another show um 
is that um, I'm actually really like stoked right now as like a fantasy fan that like I've been enjoying both House of Dragons and Rings of Power. Have you tried those shows? Yeah, I'm enjoying them as well, but uh, I'm leaning more towards Ring uh, House of House of the Dragon. <laughs> I've been calling it House of Dragons for for a long time, and I saw this funny meme saying <laughs> how uh, black people always <laughs> like name the show something differently. <laughs> and, it was like, yeah, black people would be like House House of Dragons. And I'm like, it's not called that. <laughs> I thought it was called House of Dragons this whole time. So okay. Sure okay. <laughs> it was so fucking funny because I was confused. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was House of Dragons. And I look and it was like House of the Dragon. I'm like, wow. But uh, I'm enjoying that a little bit more. I'm more familiar with the lore of, uh, you know, the Song of House of Fire universe. Um, so, uh, I've been anticipating this, this series for a long time and I do enjoy the Lord of the Ring movies. Uh, I didn't really get into the Hobbit movies that much, but I saw the original cartoon. Um, so I'm a little lost when it comes to the lore and like who's who. So I'm always having to go like watch an explainer video after each episode to kind of get the gist of who these characters are in the future. Those like seventies cartoons go so hard. Those are incredible. Oh my God, bro. Like. The original Hobbit movie was like one of my favorite animated movies for sure. And like all the songs and stuff and like all the stuff's like trying to be like Cupid and like like looks like more scary because of it. Like 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 the Hobbits look terrifying. It's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, uh so I'm like a big fan of um a lot of a Song of Ice and Fire and I was like early on had misgivings with Game of Thrones. Like around like season 2 and 3 I was like having a lot of problems, but season 5 I was like this is a piece of shit. <laughs> Are you a book reader? Yeah, I am. Uh, okay, so you read the b- books before the show dropped? Yeah, and like honestly, like that first season I really liked, and like I think like season two and three, and like even like four to an extent, I was like, this is like not what I want, but it's not entirely terrible. But it kind of more and more graded until I was like around the around like season three, I was like, ah, this is like not doing a great job with this. And then season five, I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, so originally uh, I was uh, a show watcher only, and then uh, I think it was after season four I got into the books, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't really mis like expecting something that I was getting. If I like kind of like read a manga before I watched the anime, so I really didn't have that to my disadvantage. So I wasn't really uh, torn between which was better. But going back and rewatching it after reading the books, I could definitely see, uh, like you said they kind of fell off after season four. They like straight away from the books completely. So like, did you end up like liking the books like a lot? And like, Oh yeah. Books are way, way better. <laughs> I like, um, the second time like, like that, like I like read the books, I read the combined order for, um, a like feast of crows and like cadence of dragons. And that's incredible. Like, have you tried that? Yeah. I think that's how I originally read it. Um, I saw that, I saw that was like the best way to recommend how to, read it chronologically mm. so that's how i read it originally and i think it flows better that way i think it would be a little bit more messy if you didn't know this happened before this so i read it in the, the feast of crows order and yeah um i um think that it was just like a bad production team like i'll say till the ends of like the like earth that like those showrunners were like saying stuff like man themes what are those it's like what are you talking about <laughs> And like even just like the first episode, of like House of Dragons, like the after like the episode, they were like, "Oh yeah, like the patriarchy and like themes and like abuse." And it's like, "Oh man, they like no words." Like those last guys didn't know it at all. Damn. Yeah, this feels completely different from the last few seasons of Game of Thrones. Like these guys are definitely locked in in the House of Dragons. I'm calling it House of Dragons. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you could definitely tell they're locked into the lore for sure. My favorite example for like how messed up like the original like series got was like it reached this point where like nothing could be pleasant or nice in the fourth book there is a character who's in like a different city and is like learning stuff and like oh like there's like lots of people and like some are friendly and like some are mean and like in the show it's just like a bunch of guys making jerk off motions towards her it's like what the fuck's going on here mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like all super dark all the worst all the worst crimes all the time you know yeah, they sped they sped up a lot of the like cool slow paced themes of the books, and made it into like a you know like a more raunchy type or more try to like add action set pieces to the worst thing that didn't really deserve them. 
but uh yeah house of dragons is really cool they do a lot of cool things with like like Otto, for example, like having his daughter kind of go like have a kid with the king just so he could like have a child on the throne, which is like what I really love about this universe. It's kind of like uh, drama, <laughs> but with dragons and, you know, people talking <laughs> in rooms and swords and shit. So I'm all about it, man. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Had you like read some of the like not mainline like book stuff that like is like what this is like based off of though or no? No, I didn't read the, what's this one called? Uh, is it Dance of Dragons or is it something else? It's like based off like a couple different ones, like a rogue prince, like the blacks and the greens. Of course, like the um, Fire and Blood is like the whole like, collected book. Okay. I've only read uh, the the original books, still waiting for Winds of Winter to drop. But Same area. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get that anytime soon, but um, those are the only source materials that I've read. I saw that, man, the day Winds of that like book five, like a dance dragons came out. He was in my town for some ass reason. Oh shit. And, like, I saw him, but it was like great. But also I'm like, damn it. That's been forever. You saw George Martin like in person. Yeah. Like apparently like, Oh, that's cool. Like, uh, like Barnes and Noble, like 20 miles from like where like I like grew up, like, um, his like the biggest Barnes and Noble in the country or something. And like, he was like there, like he did like a talk with the crowd and everything that like he wasn't supposed to do. And like his handlers got real mad. It was really funny. That's awesome. Not that same love for like uh, Rings of Power though. Um. So so as far as Rings of Power, I feel like I'm a little confused about who's who. Like I <laughs> didn't know that, I didn't know that. Uh, what's the main character's name? The female. Uh, Gadriel. Yeah, Gadriel. Gadriel. Yeah, I don't know any of the names really. Uh, I forgot that she was a narrator for the movies. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh shit! I, I know yeah. That. So <laughs> yeah. So so a lot of in uh, the I forget what their names are. They're not hobbits. They're like nomadic hobbits. Like they're like yeah. called Harfoots, I think. Yeah. So like they're the I guess the ancestors of the hobbits, I guess, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. So I feel like I have to do more work to understand this this world versus Rings of uh versus uh House of Dragons. Like I have to put in the work to actually understand the characters and stuff like that. Which is fine. I mean if if you're willing to do the work and have a better watching experience, I'm all about that. So I just feel like I'm working harder to understand what's going on versus uh, House of Dragons. I like that, like, um, for Rings of Powers, it's such, it feels like it respects what Tolkien was about. Like, it has scenes of people, like, just smiling as they're on horseback for, like, 90 seconds of slow motion. It's like, mm-hmm. this is, like, exactly what, like, Tolkien would, like, love this right here. Mm-hmm. It's also, like, trying to be fancy, but it's not trying to be, like, dark. So it's kind of like... um just very interesting because like there's just like a certain like that wheel time series i felt like didn't match the tone of those books or like that series but like this feels like it like cares about how tolkien stuff felt and like how those movies felt mm-hmm. in like a really cool way which is like oh this is like before fantasy like had to like be as dark as it could just like it's like just kind of here like pg-13 you know yeah I also, I'm not sure if I don't like it or if I just think it's weird, but it's kind of weird to watch two of the similar shows at the same time. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they released them at the same time. Maybe they should have like waited. A, one should have dropped a few months before the other one. But uh, I guess that's what rivalries are all about. <laughs> yeah, though, uh, for me, um, the one thing that like I like really like about like Rings of Power is it's all based off of like stuff that wasn't written like as like a like story the same way. It's like myth and legend. But, like, so they have myth and legend stuff happening, like a contest to, like, break rocks and, like, a sea monster. And it's, like, yeah. it feels like that. Yeah, I did, like, the, br- the rock breaking contest and a sea monster. And, man, uh, people are mad about black people in fantasy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Always, bro. <laughs> like, House of Dragons. Always. Little Mermaid, Rings of Power. Yeah. Always, man. I'll, hopefully that'll change one day, but it's just part of the... I'm not even surprised what people say anymore. It's crazy. It's just like, fuck, dude. They're like people <laughs> from an island that are like riding dragons or, oh, they're dwarves. But they can't be black. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, especially because like, it was like, for a while, it was like a historical actually thing, but that's been blown to pieces. No, there were like black people in like France and like Japan. Yeah. You know, all over. So it's just like wild to be like, oh, in this fantasy setting. <laughs> Yeah, you would think that nerd culture and stuff like this would be a way to escape like the racism and, you know, small minded thinking, but no, still there. 
And that um new little mermaid does not look good, but not for the reasons most people are bad at it, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it just looks like the Pinocchio movie that just dropped. Like that shit looks bad. Like yeah. <laughs> like Little Mermaid looks bad, but it's not because Ariel's black. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? All these live action movies have been pretty bad. It's not nothing to do with the cast. Yeah. But so we should actually like talk about what we're here to talk about. <laughs> this turned into a pop culture happy hour for a second. <laughs> I know it's good. People like it. But no, um, to start, uh, there's episodes five, The Terrible M slash The Sound of a Leak, and six, The Terrible M slash White Fang of uh, Futo P.I., the Comrade Double Anime. And yeah, man, I uh, could not think of anything I want to watch less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Rough two episodes, man. Um. I mean, obviously, the first one or uh, episode, what is this, four? Episode five and six. Yeah, episode five was a continuation from last week. So it's kind of like a, you know, wrapping it up, I guess was cool. Cool little plot twist. Like, why is the plot, what if Burger King made a hentai? Like, why is that the plot here? (sighs) Tough, tough, tough. No, just like I, at points, I like the art. Yeah, for sure. At points, it feels really bad. The fighting, the fighting is always fun. Fighting is cool, and then it's just the stuff after that, like, ugh. yeah. And then they just prance uh, Tokime out there for some hentai shit and put her back. <laughs> and like, I know there's like actual nudity in the like manga, but also like that feels like it would be less exploitative than this because like, like they have to like get it out of their system at a certain point. <laughs> but like, all the original characters are like, yeah. I've got amnesia and my boobs just can't stop bouncing. And like that's her whole character right now. That's it. Then they gave her an outfit or some real clothes in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so to to like give some like framing here. Um the show seems to be working like three episode arcs and we watched the first episode of uh this second arc last time. And um basically there was this uh, nerdy programmer who you couldn't even tell was a girl, and then she's an idol. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just not here for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just the kind of anime that, like, we don't hear about because, like, we only hear about, like, Jujutsu, like, Kaisen and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. And there's also 40 of these somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah. um, And, like, I like the, like, original characters... Like you said, but like just whenever they introduce somebody who's not an original character, they look ridiculous. Yeah, it just falls flat. How'd you feel about the whole murder thing? Oh yeah, there's like a pro gamer who's like <laughs> hacking his like Nintendo Switch, and then he gets beat, and so he wants to murder people. <laughs> I couldn't get over that he he literally said, "You're gonna suck my sword," and then his. <laughs> dragonfly tail went like just like around the gooch to look like a dick and he pulled swords out of it like that's not even like subtle or funny yeah this this show is different in a in a bad way when they're actually like doing cover writer stuff it's fine but when they're doing like this weird horny teen show i don't like it yeah why did i I don't understand why they went that route but is this based off the manga you said yeah, but I feel like um, I read like a couple issues, so maybe like it got more like this later on, but it felt a little more like focused and dark and less of this stuff from what I read. Yeah, I wish they just would have stayed like with the theme of the original live action series versus this, because that's what I was expecting. I think because like common writers like Star Wars, Marvel, like DC. There's a lot of creators that like are like, oh, and we're gonna do like a dark version for adults. It's like, what do you, what do you just <laughs> don't be weird about it, but sure. Yeah, I mean, I can see because the people that were fans of that would be a little bit older, older now. But I'm not really feeling it to be honest. I feel like there's like making like the like darker version and making like just random shit that has some like boobs in it. <laughs> If Star Wars, I was like, oh, and here's like our like Clone Wars spinoff where like, damn, look at um, 
who's a Jedi? Like Shock T's like really rocking it right now. <laughs> okay, sure. Like I'm sure like the same thing would happen. We'd be like, huh? I guess Shock T's got big anime like butt right now, but that's not not really like Star Wars. I don't know. Um, we see Fang Joker. It's always cool. We see some fun. I hope the villains are interesting because I think we're gonna like follow this show because like we're halfway done already. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I hope the villains are cool enough that the show kind of trends upward. I guess maybe to have a strong ending. Maybe it'll have character relationships besides the producer who's sad he's been abusing this like coder slash idol, and then the idol is like, "Oh, I'm sorry you feel sad about like abusing me. Let's make a new studio. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave." Sleeve, yeah, just uh, uh, and I'm going with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, this is just like these new characters, like, look like horny insurance characters. Like, I don't get it, <laughs> but uh, perhaps we have a different opinion on uh, Comrade Geet. Yeah, get the ice cubes out, turn the AC up. No, tell me about it, yeah. <laughs> Turn AC down. It's hot in here. Kamara Geeth is the newest Reiwa Kamara series. It uh, just premiered. And uh, due to our scheduling snafus, uh, we actually got to cover the first two episodes here. Uh, but yeah, Kamara Geeth, uh, it's for the gamers. <laughs> what do you think of uh, this show, Sapphire? This first episode of Geeth has to be one of the best first episodes. In Comrider history, I haven't seen a lot of writer shows, but I, I'm a, I'm a stand by that. This ep- first episode was awesome. Episode two was awesome. Uh, we got everything. We got all the characters. <laughs> Maybe getting more in the future. That was a little bit overwhelming at first. Maybe getting less. We fucking got uh two protagonists. <laughs> the first episode, I didn't know who was the main character. Uh, so that was a good switch at the end of that one. And uh, we got some cool fights, cool suits, soundtrack is good, opening's good. I'm enjoying it so far. How about you? Yeah, um, it has a lot of like stuff that feels like it's just trying to do it like a little different. Trying to like the Comrade shows like have a reason for their like toys are so much better when it's like oh yeah like they're gaming and like you found a bunch of like the like crappy loot that's so much cooler. They're like and there's sixty <laughs> bottles over here, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was so much better. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So, in the first episode, like it's like we meet Kawa, who is your like traditional like nice boy man who wants to do like good for the world, protagonist. But he's not Kamara Geeth though, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And he's like flunks this like job interview because he wants to like make the world have peace, and it's not good for whatever company he wants to join, I guess. And then we see what's like unfolding, which is the fight versus the Jamato, which is like a battle royale, but it's like PVE, which is interesting. Jamato, that's how you say it? Okay. Um maybe. <laughs> I'm like trying to listen to the like the the, the uh, original voice, like say it, the Japanese voice pronounce it, but I can't I can't catch it. But we can rap with that though. Jamato. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody will like be like, it's that's totally wrong. <laughs> The first episode is, like, cool, too, because it kind of, like, shows us what they look like at the end of the game where they have their power-ups and stuff, and then, like, goes back later, which is cool. I did think until late in episode two that Kawa had a girlfriend, and then they said that was a sister. I was like, that's a close sister. (laughs) But um, I would still like to meet, like, a comrade that, like, has a job, has a girlfriend, is, like, a, like, normal adult. Like, that seems cool. But, yeah, um... What do you think of like our like protagonist whole like situation here though with like having two guys? Uh I actually like it a lot. And I like that um the first episode kind of started at the end of the a game. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of living in Ace's world right now. And Ace's world is kind of similar to what Reiwa wants, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know what I mean? So that that's pretty cool. Um so I I guess that uh we're going to be rooting for Reiwa, I guess, since it's our, since, uh, Kawa, I think. Kawa, Kawa, my bad. Kawa already, uh, is kind of inspiring to have the same model, uh, as a world as Ace does. 
But uh, Ace kind of threw me off in, a, in that, that last episode, though, with what he said. Because he says, oh, I was lying when I said it. Yeah, I never trust a fox. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like a, is that the real him or is he just trying to throw people off his scent? So I'm not really sure. Yeah, what sound does the fox make? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> what does the fox say? Yeah, um, I always like the Battle Royale series because they tend to like have to do things differently and they can't as easily like fall into stuff not happening, if that makes sense. That can happen sometimes in Kamen Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, and this does feel like a lot like Kamen Rider Ryuki, which is a show that was about what if a good person became like Kamen Rider and met somebody who was super conflicted and like maybe was, maybe wasn't like a like, good person. So this mm-hmm. is like in that dialogue. Um, I just like when you get like some weirdness of like who's the main character and like um that kind of stuff and like we're meeting all these characters but it doesn't feel like all the characters and all like the power-ups the same way that shows like saber and like bill did where it feels like oh it makes sense that there's like a weird water or like a shield or like like there's like some random guy here it like makes sense that there's like a lot of stuff coming at us it doesn't feel slipshod yeah, and even though it was a lot of characters up front, it didn't really feel overwhelming. It just felt like, okay, I'll get to know these characters over the course of the season. And some of them may not even make it all the ways. But uh, I'm guessing the two main protagonists are uh, Kawa, Ace, and Neon. I guess that's who we're going to be following for the majority of the first episodes. So we'll see. The first episode ends a game. The second episode is the first round of a new game. Mm-hmm. However... They go from, like, 30 people to, like, six by the end of that first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I am expecting maybe we go through a, a like couple cycles or, like, once or twice, like, new people come in. Uh, I'm still hoping for, like, at some point, like, like they're like, hey, guys, new game starting. This one's PvP. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty cool. Like, different games for each round? No, just, like, uh, who survives? <laughs> Oh, okay. So to be like all seven characters fight each other. Okay. How many games do you think we'll see throughout the season, though? At least like three or four, if not like way more, like at the rate they're going. Yeah, because we already saw one the first episode end. This one will probably have a different winner. I don't think Ace is always going to win. That'd be kind of weird if he's always the winner of the games. I do think like the game format does let them like not have the problem of like oh you have so many forms of power-ups and like you're never using them but also like they can introduce characters way more easily and like change like world stakes and stuff like oh and like now it's like a different game entirely on different rules you know yeah and it's going to be like new builds every episode i guess because episode two uh geese didn't even have his his uh form from last the first episode so that was cool to see he had to like pick whatever power-up he had and he tricked Kwan and using his power up and he's like you can't reuse a power up once you give it to someone so we're starting a little bit of world building there a little bit of uh, understanding how the game is played so I'm enjoying it I really liked um, the way that um, it's clear to me like they each have like play styles like that one character that was like a like panda but also was very like clearly like camping that sniper and like that like tree and everything that was cool I believe that was Geats's weapons from the first episode if I'm not mistaken Yeah. yeah so that was cool to see I've got a list of our seven riders from that second episode, if you want to hear them. Okay. I was, I was about to say, I kind of need one of those PDFs from you again. <laughs> Before the riders, I'll get to the non-riders really quick. Um, so there is um, Sumiri, who's the, who's the like lady who's like talking to the contestants and everything. That, that like, helps the... Sumiri? Thing okay. Yeah. There's... Griori, who is the dude who runs the, like, minibar or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Kewa's sister, Sarah. Then it's, it's just Ryder. There is Kamarada um, Geats, who is Ace. There is uh, Kewa, who is Kamarada Tycoon. Uh, there is Neon, who is Kamarada Nago. There is Kamarada uh, Buffa, who is Michinaga. I think it was to use his last name though which is Azuma so Azuma there um then there's um 
the guy who was helping Neon um, was um, Comrider Mary or Morio. He's like a lamb and he's pink. Um, and the sniper was Comrider Dapan, who is a Kanato. So not too bad. Yeah, we'll get there. But no, um, the thing I liked in the um, second episode, though, is that they like showed the consequences where like, I'm not sure if people like got like eliminated also got killed or just people that died died, but they like show in the first episode. Oh, when the game's over, people get restored. But in this one, they're like, oh, yeah, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that coming. Did you? No, like I kind of thought they would like avoid death. But like when the uh, Mr. Tyra like gets killed and like his like son's still like dying, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, we need stakes for sure. So that's cool. I just wonder if you come back. I know that you die in the, in the real world, but I wonder if you come back when it's a new game, though. What do you think? I don't think so. You're Dunzo, Dunzo. I also don't think that this is at all what's actually going on, though. Because uh, who was it? I think it was Kawa that asked the uh, the gaming lady. <laughs> so I get a character guide in my hand. I gotta say that. He was like, can you bring people back that already died? And she said, yeah. So I'm assuming we'll see those characters again. I'm going to say it's Sumira. Sumira. Okay. If not, uh, we'll find out. Hopefully that like, like works for now. But yeah. So I think that it's interesting, like, too, because, like, there was a moment where um we see that, like, we don't see what Kawa wrote down. Like, my note there is like, oh, that's going to fuck it all up. And, like, we see it later. And, like, Sumira is like, oh, world peace. That's funny. Like, so it's not going to, like, glitch them out in the way that, like, another version of this might. We're like, oh, the guy who wants peace wins. So it does seem like it's not as, like, straight up as, like, the wish is, like, definitely going to happen. But also, like, I don't think that the world's actually under threat by these things, like, in that way, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, it's like... It's probably something the Desire Grand Prix is like the actual like bad guy here, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing too, because right now the Yamato can't just be the bad guy for the whole series, but I think the game itself will be the villain. I hope that um we get like a lot of weird combos and fighting and stuff. And like I loved how like his water ability didn't work because there's no water pressure. That was cool. <laughs> and then he finally got by the waterfall and it worked. So that, yeah, that was fun the whole thing where like they were talking I was like oh like you just got duds that sucks not good mm-hmm. loot yeah that's <laughs> if you guys ever play Call of Duty or Fortnite you know you know how it is yeah like he could not find the scar he wanted he's like damn this is a shotgun this sucks oh wow we're only getting 33 episodes of Geats number 33 or just 33rd oh no never mind I'm sorry I'm reading that wrong this is the fourth Rewa series and that's, I think, where it's, like, weird, too, because it's, like, the main character's name is, like, k This is a Rewa series. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got messed up when I was saying it earlier. <laughs> no, like, I'm excited, because uh, this show had a very strong start, and I hope it keeps it up. Yeah, very promising. And uh, I actually watched the preview for the next episode, and it looks really cool, too. Another game uh, episode, so we'll see who gets eliminated. Yeah, though um, there is a uh, Comrade Buffa. Buffa, yeah. Buffa, yeah. Uh, as soon as I found out that you get like eliminated in that zone by like fighting, I would like I would have gotten that guy like eliminated. Like, oh fucking Buffa, these nuts! You want to like <laughs> punch me? Like, bye, dude. You're out. But, yeah, Buffa uh, turned a chainsaw man for a second. Yeah, like his like zombie powers, everything. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I like I like Buffa too. Uh in the chat I put a link to an image. And uh tell me if that guy does not look just like our writer Buffa. Oh shit, yeah, he does look like him. <laughs> who is this guy from? Uh he's the main character in Commander Fies, who like people also say uh looks just like um Geats too. Like like that suit looks just like Geet, so it's fun. Mm. Oh, yeah, very similar. Mm-hmm. This is clean. That's a good series if you want some melodrama, some like 2000s. <laughs> like, What's it called again? Hammer Fies. 
five. Oh, okay, okay. Did we check this one out? I think we did. Oh, uh, like one episode. Where's Black? Yeah, like we had like a minute, like the first couple of months, like where we tried like one or two episodes of like like some shows. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, yeah, that's Kamara Geats. Uh, good ass start to a show. Hell yeah. I mean, that monster in the sky with the tentacles, and he fucking goes and bro, I couldn't ask for a better first episode. That shit was so fun. The amount of churn we're gonna get like on these characters, I think, is like, oh man, like, there might be like. 40 named characters that are like I'm writers like of this show by the time they like are done just like killing them off. Yeah. And even though Geats went crazy the first episode, I don't really have a favorite yet. No, there's like a pretty open feeling. It was like for Buffa, he seems pretty cool. For mm-hmm. Kwa, he might be cool even though like he's like done nothing yet. Uh yeah. Yeah, those are the top three so far. <laughs> Buffa, Kwa, and Ace. I do like the panda suit though. He looks cool. And also, just this is how you introduce new common riders. Like, there's more riders than Saber had at the start, but also it's like, oh man, they have their own motivations. That's cool. Yes, personalities, <laughs> motivations. I mean, that's how you write a character. I'm thinking that uh, next week I will uh, we'll only have one episode of like Geats if you want to do like the next two of uh, Pudo PI and episode three of Geats. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds like a little chunk because I, I like geats might be a like keeper honestly though i also like want to find a time to actually finish like jetman and build <laughs> yeah we put those on the back burner but we got to get the new stuff you know the algorithm <laughs> yeah and back to back we have like um like fudo pi camera geats and then october we also have uh the uh new comrider like black sun show that's like straight on oh, prime yeah. And that one looks interesting, like the whole like cult like thing and like what society. I don't know, but yeah, oh, uh, good ass Kevin Ryder right now. Yeah, I'm with it. Besides yeah. the uh, anime, but we'll see. Maybe it'll have a strong finish. I'm not giving up yet. Yeah, you know, or like it might just like be like, oh, like we already got like a second season and we're just gonna do it better. Yeah. We listen to the people and we're gonna give them what they want. Yeah, though I wonder if that's gonna be like the wrong way too. It's like okay, and now season two, the head ties season. <laughs> we were more Takomi. Half and half, like you said. <laughs> but no, um, that leads us, though, to our big final questions, though. I was have to ask. I think this might be contentious, actually. Who are your top three characters out of these four episodes? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, man. Let's make it even more contentious. Out of Cobra Kai House... No, Damn. No. That would have been too much. I was about to say, give me, like, give, let me do a to be, to, to be continued, because that's tough. But uh, between Cobra Kai, Kaiburda, Geese, House of Dragons, who's your favorite character? Damn, that's a dumbass question. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been tough to do. Okay, um, my list is going to be very Geese heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fudo Pi. Sorry, Shotaro. Sorry, sorry, Philip. Uh, at the three spot, let's do. Uh, Buffa. Okay. Two spot. Uh, Kawa. One spot, of course. Ace. How about you? That's a hard list to refute. Honestly, <laughs> I think we're going to agree with that one, right? That might be it. Because like Buffa, <laughs> perfect purple. Like he had his full form in episode one as well. Like we got to see him get busy. So, but it's kind of hard to not to put, or it's kind of hard to put him at a two spot when we don't really really know him like that. Like we spend half the episode with. Raywa, so I got to kind of attached to him, and then Ace stole the show, brought us home. No, and Ace is like him and like Kawa are like the, the two kinds of like two different kinds of like camaraderie, like protagonists. Who are, one's nice but not competent. One's competent but a total asshole. Where he's just like, oh yeah, like I'm the star of the star of the stars. I'm wearing coattails because it makes me look like <laughs> like a fox. It's all really cool, but uh, and they really quick actually, and they both had the same motivation, so that's cool. Oh shit! We didn't even talk about the opening. Oh my god! Ooh, that's a good ass opening. Straight gas. Oh my god! That song sounds great. And there's like the best thing about like watching like an anime or like Tokyo is when you're like, man, there's a lot of words that don't quite make sense, but they're meaningful. A lot of imagery that like doesn't <laughs> make sense, but it's meaningful. Love that shit. <laughs> like I don't know what they're saying, but I like it. <laughs> 
because like you're like reading the subs like trust last gotta <laughs> give up your life don't give <laughs> up like, your wealth what? what okay sure let's go for it <laughs> for years i had no clue what shala meant but i man i still said that every time it came up <laughs> real quick though if you got, if you, like if you had to make that top three from house of dragons cobra kai and rings of power who would you have the characters be right now Okay, off the top of the dome, Whew. at the three spot, let's go, uh, is it Ray, Rainia? Rainiera. Rainia? Rainiera. Okay, at the three spot, uh, two spot, ooh, <laughs> damn, that's tough. Yeah, I know, this is rough. Two spot, Sensei Lawrence. Okay. And the number one spot, ooh. Damn. Do I want to go Robbie or do I want to go Miguel? Oof. That's on you right there. Oh, I'll go Robbie. Mm. He got that, he got that, um, what's it called? The Anakin Skywalker vibe. Like he, he's been light. He's been dark. Now he's just like gray. You know what I mean? Like he, he could tap into both powers. So I got to go Robbie. I love how the show is just like, damn. We're about to go DBZ up in here. Like, say they're showing up. You guys got to work together real quick. Let's just, like, solve this. <laughs> yeah, this, this show, like, reminds me of, like, uh, Star Wars without the lightsabers. But just, like, you know, like, hand-to-hand combat. Like, that's why I love it so much. Cobra Kai's Sith and uh, Miyagi-Do's, like, you know, a Jedi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very I'm similar. Very excited for next season where it goes, like, to, like, a new level. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe introduce some new, some new dojos. It's going to be fun. Oh, definitely. I hope they spend two seasons just like, hey, guys, we watched the anime. We know that you love tournament arcs. Just keep giving me tournaments. That's all you got to do. One big tournament every season with some stakes attached to it as well. And then we're good. Yeah. The show could go on forever. And like, <laughs> and like every round of the like tournament, like some teen couple can break up. It's perfect. It's all they need. Yeah, then you got the 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 love dr- drama, fucking yeah, high school drama, fucking it's 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 fun. Something there for the adults as well. Caters everybody. Cobra Kai is one of the best shows. <laughs> yeah, and I hope it sticks to the like landing like next season because like a bigger scale entirely. S- supposedly, uh, season six is supposed to be the last one from what the writers originally wanted to do. They wanted to wrap it up hmm. in episode or season six, but we may get a spinoff with Robbie and Miguel being, uh, you know, in adult life in a few years from now. Who knows? Hmm, maybe. I wonder if we get any Hillary Swank at all. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that's been a lingering theory for a while now, and uh, that'd be cool. Maybe like one episode or something. What if they bring Jaden Smith back? That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't think that was canon. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think. I think they said they can't. They can't do that one. I was watching some YouTube explain it. It was like, nah, they cannot introduce Jaden Smith because something happened. I forgot. Or they couldn't just be like, yeah, so Mr. Miyagi wasn't in this one, but it's fine. Like, here's Jaden Smith. By the way, did you notice Tyrone Woodley was one of the freaking uh, senseis? Oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's one of the... Uh, you should have seen it by now. Episode 8. The uh, granddaughter brought in the senseis. Oh, like Odell, the like tech guy or whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was so funny. Just like I could not notice anything but the guy with the eye patch. I was like, "Oh come on, this is what we're doing now." <laughs> yeah, he he held the case when everybody was taking out the geese. I'm like, Tyrone oh, Woodley's here. What the fuck? That was funny. I'm like, didn't Jake Paul or is it which Paul knocked him out? I forgot who. I don't know, but like, uh, karate versus MMA. Karate versus MMA. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, House Dragon guitar. I'd say, uh, for me, if I had to, I go. Chosen Damon Ooh. Rhaenyra. Damon. Okay. I felt good leaving Damon off, but I had to show love to Cobra Kai. No, Damon's a, like, uh, he's a slimy dude. So it's like a, some borderline stuff. Calling truce and then just, I'm like, whoa, that's dirty, bro. <laughs> truce is a truce. Uh, he did the same to his brother and, like, t- to his niece. So, you know, just he, he's, he's that way. Damon. David, yeah. Um, but uh, we're supposed to be getting a time jump on that one pretty soon, so we'll see how he aged yeah. over the years. I hope that show only goes for like a year or two before like they maybe change to like a different Targaryen conflict or something, because that, that story's not that long. 
Yeah, I'm guessing this builds up to Dance of Dragons, but they're going to expand this season for, or this show for a while from what I've heard. But yeah, like, that'd be a good idea just to change the cast up. The title House of Dragon could go like, oh, and here's a hundred years like earlier when they actually like took over like the kingdom. It's like, oh, like a like skip like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, they could do like an American Horror Story type thing. Just like have characters from the previous season kind of still there, but not the main character anymore. Just kind of like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That'd be cool. I can't forget though. Uh, what was your favorite um, fight effect or like some kind of like a Toku thing that we saw? The freaking tentacle spaceship thing in <laughs> the first episode of Geese. Reminded me of something out of One Punch Man, to be honest. Yeah, that was cool. That's some kind of weird ass creature he has to fight. What about you? I like that the Jamato just looked like um, weird bad guys from like Splatoon or something. Yeah, they just came in that restaurant and started wrecking everybody. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they're killing people for real. <laughs> that was crazy. And, like, um, like one really cool thing is that um, in the fight scene, especially in, like, episode, like, two, like, you're, like, he's, like, Geats was using the different pieces of his suit to be like, oh, like, I'm going to make, like, a steam attack now and everything. That was cool. Yeah, that, and then, uh, if I could have another favorite moment was uh, actually seeing that he can, like, reverse his... Uh, his suit, like his legs could be his his uh, upper body and he just like reverses it like with his little uh, driver. That was cool. Yeah, that was real cool. So we'll probably see a lot of cool combinations throughout the season like that. And they gave us a reason not just to always have the best one on, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a one-time use item. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Uh, what fit was your best between all these shows? Oh, uh, between Cobra Kai and I gotta say, Damon in the, the Targaryen armor at the joust—that shit is so hard. Oh my god, all black with the red feather. No, I was um really feeling um like when we saw like um chosen in his like gi where it's like all black with like all, like all beat up like that like old like myth of like oh like your belt becomes black when it's like all grimy after years and everything. Yeah, chosen such a good character. But uh, in the two main shows though. What fit was your favorite uh, between like Geats and like Fruit uh, of the Because I gotta go, I gotta go Ace glowed up living in his own world. That was a cool fit when he was in office, if you remember that part. No, yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, I like Sumiri, I think. Like, her, she's like got that like quirky, like I'm mysterious and I'm like a woman and my outfit's all like weird and like black and white colors going on. That's good though. Mm hmm. We have come to the end of our show, though. Uh, and where can people find you when uh, you're not talking about uh, Tokusatsu Senpai? You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, under Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, Kip? Yeah, you could find uh, me on Twitter.com at James Forge. You could find the podcast um, at Common Ride With Me on social media. There's CommonRide.com for episodes and articles. If you want to have links out to different platforms, there's a uh, slash episodes. And uh, please rate and view on Spotify and Apple. There's cover.com slash merch for links out to our merch with all proceeds going to Trans Lifeline. And then there is a podcast at comrade.com where you can take uh, some questions and uh, comments there. Uh, we got some uh, questions on the last episode of the Garo podcast. And I think there's one or two for the one coming up that's uh, being recorded as you're listening to this on Friday, probably. So please send it in uh, before like Friday night. And then, um, of course, uh, we are planning our Halloween episodes right now. And right now we have a couple Halloween movies we might be looking at as like some uh, special episodes. Hmm. One, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That game just got announced. That's a great-ass movie. Uh, there is uh, Dog Soldiers. the Maybe one of the best unknown like creature movies ever. I think you told me about this like two years ago. Dog Soldiers. Sounds familiar. You should be on it. It's a great movie. It's like this like weird like Scottish like war movie, but it's like about like werewolves. It's great. Okay. Let me know how timing works with that. I might join you guys. Yeah. Uh and um have you seen Killer Clowns or no? Yeah, I've seen that one. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I even went to uh uh what's it called? Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. They had a Oh shit. <laughs> killer Clown house there. So that was pretty cool a few years ago. That sounds incredible actually. <laughs> the line sucked to get in, but it was cool. And then uh, we might do like one or two other ones, but one that's in very strong contention is for some reason this year, Trick or Treat is back in theaters. Do you know that? Oh, what? Yeah. 
at like Regal or like AFC. I forget which one, but they're like from like October 5th or something for like a couple of weeks. They're running it in theaters. Oh, I got to see that in theaters. That's awesome. I love trick or treat. Right. But yeah, uh, that's just man. Halloween. Great time of the year. Regardless, the very last thing we have to leave them with is any lessons. What we learned today, Senpai? Oh, uh, there's no such thing as bad TV in the month of September. <laughs> Damn, that was wise as shit. Like that. <laughs> Thanks. I was off the dome. Damn. <laughs> truly copacetic and truly senpai. <laughs> There's a slash episodes and uh, please written view on Spotify and Apple. There's cover.com slash merch for links out to our merch with all proceeds going to trans lifeline. And then there is a podcast at coverrecord.com where you can take us uh, some questions and uh, comments there. Uh, we got some uh, questions on the last episode of the Garo podcast. And I think there's one or two for the one coming up that's uh, being recorded as you're listening to this on Friday, probably. So, please send it in uh before like friday night and then um of course uh we are planning our halloween episodes right now and right now we have a couple halloween movies we might be looking at as like some uh special episodes hmm. one killer clowns from outer space that game just got announced that's a great ass movie uh there is a uh, dog soldiers the maybe one of the best unknown like creature movies ever I think you're talking about this like two years ago. Dog Soldiers sounds familiar. You should be on it. It's a great movie. It's like this like weird like Scottish like war movie, but it's like about like werewolves. It's great. Okay. Let me know how timing works with that. I might join you guys. Yeah. Uh, and um, have you seen Killer Clowns or no? Yeah, I've seen that one. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I even went to a, uh, what's it called? Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. They had a oh, shit. killer clown house there. <laughs> so that was pretty cool a few years ago. That sounds incredible, actually. <laughs> the line sucked to get in, but it was cool. And then uh, we might do like one or two other ones, but one that's in very strong contention is, for some reason, this year, Trick or Treat is back in theaters. Do you know that? Oh, what? Yeah. At like Regal or like AFC, I forget which one, but they're like from like October 5th or something for like a couple of weeks, they're running it in theaters. Oh, I got to see that in theaters. That's awesome. I love Trick or Treat. Right. But yeah, uh, that's just, man, Halloween. Great time of the year. Regardless, the very last thing we have to leave them with is any lessons. What did we learn today, Senpai? Oh, uh, there's no such thing as bad TV in the month of September. <laughs> Damn, that was wise as shit. Like <laughs> Thanks. I was off the dome. Damn. <laughs> truly copacetic and truly Senpai. <laughs>